Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast. Podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events. With wedding and event consultant, Toby Dodge, author of The Other Side of the Aisle, and Eric Zimmerman, DJ, Master of Ceremonies, pianist and band leader of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Certainty in Your Decisions, Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 60. A very good friend of mine recommends not to make decisions while you're upset. That's good advice. The current situation is upsetting as of May 5th, 2020. No doubt about that. Emotions are running high in the media. It seems they're upset, too. You can always turn off the news and put on a colorful bandana and take a walk around the block until you feel better. Don't worry, you can always turn the news back on. But I recommend getting creative. I enjoy cooking for my family, and currently I'm letting friends know that we're all okay here in Los Angeles. I wrote a song. Who knows, I might even clean out the garage. And now please enjoy Certainty in Your Decisions, Wedding and Event Podcast, Episode 60. You cleaned up okay. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure you could just imagine how I looked before. <laughs> Hair and makeup and no, uh, no, breakfast. No, 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 and... no. I put lipstick on today. This is this is a major thing. I want you to know. Well, I put pants on today, so it's just... <laughs> I mean, who's going to know? I know, I know. Uh, but it's so funny because... During this period of uh, quarantine, you just don't care, you know? Wow, that's I can do a whole thing about that, you know? <laughs> I am sure. There are certain things that just don't seem to be as important as how you present yourself in front of, you know, someone else. You know, some people take a lot of time, and uh, especially women, eyelash extensions, or they have their eyebrows. Why should women have all the fun with makeup? I mean, really. <laughs> Getting to this point that you were saying about not wanting to do anything or not wanting to put on pants or not wanting to... Uh, <laughs> no lipstick. No lipstick or, or anything like that. That is something that I think is dangerous in, in a time mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that this is a, a slide towards mm -hmm. nothing matters, or it's a slide towards apathy, or, and, which is really a slide towards death. And just curl up in a ball and go, well, yeah, all right, uh, nothing matters anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to put pants on and I'm not going to uh, <laughs> answer the phone. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, it's just like you could really uh, go in the too far in that yeah. wrong direction. I guess my message or my point mm -hmm. is, is that do complete those things that you've started that you haven't been able to complete in this time. Call a friend. I mean, you know, get, get out there and, and let them know you're okay. Because most people I've talked to actually are okay, which is mm -hmm. really cool. It's just like the theory of a broken window. And then someone else comes by and says, well, the window's broken. I can throw another rock at it. No big deal. It's <laughs> it kind of parallels that. Yeah, In other words, if, if you stop doing something that you normally... I think this time gives us the opportunity for self-care. 
I saw a guy running just the other day mm -hmm. up my street, and I thought, look, if everybody's sick and dying, you know, what's he doing running? <laughs> so I ran last night, yeah, and it helped. I, I slept better and, yeah. you know, just, just things in general. The thing that I would like to say to brides and grooms who've been knocked out of their stride yeah. towards getting married is you could do a small wedding and, and get married right now. That's exactly what a nephew of mine is indeed. They're going to have the parents there and an efficient and brothers and sisters, and that's it. Yeah. About eight people or so are going yeah. to go up in the mountains, and it's going to be uh, really, really beautiful. He was kind of bummed out about uh, not having all of the plans that, of that they had, had in mind. I told a story about a couple who had been together for many, many years, and they just decided on a whim that they would get married, mm -hmm. or that this was a joke, you know, really. Mm -hmm. And they were too cool to admit that this was something that was important to them. Maybe that, I don't know. Anyway, they were very light about it, and they were joking about different things, and it was all very frivolous. And, and then, by the way, we did this in the backyard where we were living in an apartment building. So this is like a public area, but it's in the backyard. Yeah. Not very posh, not very, you know, anything, you know. Yeah. There was an officiant there, and Sheila and I started to play music. And right when the music started, they started walking towards the officiant. And you could mm -hmm. see they both realized, all joking aside, that this is mm -hmm. really happening. <laughs> and that yeah. it is indeed a change in their lives mm -hmm. that they were Absolutely. walking toward. And it was <laughs> very profound, actually. Very, very profound. Yeah. And afterwards, you know, I asked them, do you feel different? And they said, yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Zimmerman. Thank you for listening to Wedding and Event Podcast. This episode will continue after this brief message. Toby and I understand that planning a wedding or special event is a big responsibility. In light of the current situation, it's best to have someone to talk to. Please know that you can contact me anytime on my cell phone, 323-270-3650. And now, back to our program. Sometimes when you are isolated, certain things or feelings are kind of frozen in time. And it reminded me, and actually we've spoken about this before, where I had a bride for a few moments. I was wondering if she was going to walk down the aisle, truly. She was frozen in time. Her father was right at her side, holding on to her, or she was holding on to her, her father. And he was looking straight ahead. I swear he looked like a petrified tree. Oh, and so she, this this frozen aspect is I, runs I'm, in the family. Yeah, just, I'm serious. Okay. They both were standing there, and the groom was up already. You know, up on the stage. It was outside in a garden. We couldn't be seen because we were kind of around the side of the building, making sure her train was nice and out. And then I was going to come around and just have her arms come down a little bit because. Brides have a tendency to hold their flowers up too high, and I wanted her to rest them on her hips. And she wasn't moving or anything while I was doing it. And so I realized something was a little off. And I called her name, and I said, are you ready to go down? 
let's take a few deep breaths. And I gave her flowers to her father. I literally had to put the flowers in the father's hands. So he was kind of rigid as well. And I held her hands and I said, okay, let's just take a few deep breaths. And I thought, okay, let's get you breathing. It didn't help. And all she could say was, I don't think I can do this. I can't move. So I said to myself, oh boy, I don't have much time here. We got to make a decision. So I put my hands on her shoulders so that she would look, you know, face to face. And I said, I want you to know something. I'm going to ask you three questions. And if you don't answer yes to those three questions, I won't let you go down the aisle. Now, at that moment, I didn't know what those three questions were. (laughs) But you got her attention. (laughs) But I sure got her attention. That's great. That's for sure. And so I asked her, okay, number one, do you love this man? Yes. Do you trust him with your life? Yes. Do you trust him that he will be a good father if you should choose to have children? Yes. I said, you're ready to get married. And she walked. I want to tell you, I never was so relieved. And what's the funniest part of the whole situation is the one of the main reasons she hired me as her planner was because she named her cat Toby. (laughs) I was thinking it. I said, well, there goes one of my lives today. (laughs) I'm telling you, it, it was a pretty tense moment there. I think what made her feel safe and that she was ready because in asking her those questions, and I believe there there could have been a lot of other questions to ask her, but to ask those three questions, when she realized it, I think that convinced her. She says, well, he is a good person for me. Confronting this situation that we're in, I think it would be great to have couples ask those questions of themselves, mm-hmm. those three questions. Mm-hmm. And then damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. Some way life goes on. And I think that allowing ourselves to be stopped is probably... um... Well, I'm not going to place judgment necessarily. I get what you're saying. Because life doesn't stop. It keeps going. No matter what, I think we all have to kind of ask ourselves, am I waiting because... I can't perceive of getting married without everyone being there. I mean, there are some people that can't perceive that. And it's so important to them to have their grandmother and, you know, certain people that wouldn't be able to come in the the circumstances now. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't pass judgment on that. What I think you are pointing out, which I think is very important, and that is, This is a wake-up call, in a sense. If we make important decisions around the convenience or 
possibility of other things being in all in a line, well, then you are succumbing to be, well, in a way, letting other things determine your future. Mm. But if you think it's important enough to you that you're married now, and I don't really, not going to say you shouldn't, uh, it's not a good enough reason, because if someone doesn't get married, then they don't have you know, health insurance or something else, you know, there, there's lots of reasons today. They could postpone it, but there are some practical or financial or emotional reasons, then they should go ahead and do it. I'll tell you one thing. I must say this, and I think you've experienced it too. When we have had couples who have a kind of like an anniversary wedding, they've been married 10 years and maybe had a very small wedding or weren't able to have a regular wedding gown or go some, you know, on a honeymoon or something. And so they want to have this wedding. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like 25 years. Sometimes someone's health was in jeopardy. So they postponed it and then they have the ceremony Hmm. and a celebration I have to say that those celebrations have such a special feeling. It's a combination I've seen of people being relaxed because it's not an issue that they got married on that day, obviously, but that they wanted to celebrate because for whatever reason they hadn't at the same time, It is a very fun and uplifting experience and can be very tender, too, because by then there may be children that are joining in where, of course, in most cases, uh, they wouldn't have been on the planet yet, but sometimes they are today. But the point is, it's something that can be enjoyed by more than who might have been available earlier. So, yeah, so that's what I hope people can look at this time if they're faced with having to postpone or cancel uh, just because of circumstances, that it doesn't mean that they can't have a wonderful celebration later on. And it can be even more poignant and show even more gratitude because of it. You have been listening to Wedding at Event Podcast with Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626-797-1795 or contact Eric by email, eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E-R-I-C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, Toby at TobyDodge.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at TobyDodge.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.